It is 3 p.m. right here on KZSU Stanford, 90.1 FM, which means it's time for my weekly radio show, Arabology, which comes to you every Thursday from 3 to 5 p.m. I'm your DJ Ramsey. I'm glad you were able to join me today for a virtual journey through the Arabic-speaking world. We will also be having some interviews today and a live performance, ladies and gentlemen, right here in the studio. So if you want to know what uh, what that's all about, all you have to do is Tune into Arabology right here on KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. Let's get things started right away with an amazing new talent. His name is Mike Massey, and just check this out. Yeah. 
يا زمان 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 مش نضيفة تحاول تحسسك انها اعلى منك واذا هي بتفكر هيك يعني هي اوطى منك انت مش ارهاب انت مش حيوان انت انسان اللي مخرب اسمك شيء اسمه سياسة تاخد اللي منح منك لانها طمانة في ناس معك ماشي لانها حزانة على عربي المسكين حرام بتكاش المساعدة كلمة مسكين طلعها من راسك المسكين بسكت انت كل بحساسك تستحيش فيش في عيب احنا وقنا انت وقف عجلك احنا بكينا انت امسح دموعنا يا لحمي ودمي ارفعوا لنا روسنا توصل مستقبل تعلم تاريخك اعرف اشهاد احتلال خلي قلبك متمسك بكلمة استقلال وهلأ عيدوا من ورائي الابيض واسمر الاخضر واحمر بنلون تراضنا بحسها لونها مش قبالنا اللي محاها لسه ما محانا معذبنا اه اذا انت مش متحمل تمسك شي سلاح بل امسك قلم سجل انا عربي زي محمود درويش انا بقتلش غيري بس عشان اعيش قلبي صرخ احنا بني ادمين راسي مرفوع باسم فلسطين ايدي مطهجر ناس اللي مهجره مانيهم عراقبتي جنبك يا حنظله ايه وقف الموسيقى اذا مش عارف ايش بنحكي روح اسال اهلك 
وإذا ولا واحد عارف يجاوبك تعلم لحالك عشان يكون مين يجاب ولادك
that was uh, a Lebanese singer named uh, Sabine and uh, a uh, song called Baini Ubainak Ya Halal. Baini Ubainak Ya Halal translates into English as Between You and Me, O Night. Apparently, there are secrets that the singer Sabine shares with uh, Nighttime. And uh, the song was actually an old classic that uh, Sabine has uh, re-released. It is. Uh, it was originally recorded by uh, a singer whose name is Huda, Huda Haddad. And Huda Haddad didn't quite make well. She made it, but not quite as big as her sister because Huda Haddad is none other than the sister of the one and only Feirouz. So I uh, hope you enjoyed the uh, revamped, uh, renewed version of Benu Benek Halal by Huda. But it actually also served as a very, very nice intro to uh, what I'm about to do next in the show. But before I go there, and I've got quite a few surprises for you uh, today, one of whom is in the studio as we speak, uh, let me just uh, recap on how the show started today. Uh, before Sabine and Bainu Bainak Halal, we heard a song by the group DAM, sometimes pronounced DAM, and uh, it was called Nghayir Bukra. It's called Change Tomorrow, and it's from their album called Ihda, uh, which translates as Dedication. And we began the show with this really amazing Lebanese musician, uh, soundtrack writer. I mean, this kid does everything. His name is Mike Massey, and he uh, he has a really great album called uh, Ya Zaman, and we heard the title track from that, and I believe that it was a premiere here at KZSU Stanford, 90.1 FM. I'm your DJ Ramsey, and I'll be with you from 3 p.m. until 5 p.m. this Thursday and every Thursday for my show, Arabology. And as the title suggests, we attempt to take you through a virtual journey uh, through the Arabic-speaking world. And to do that, well, you know, we sometimes bring in guests who are, um, you know, experts in the area, and sometimes we have uh, connoisseurs of the area, people who uh, who like the uh, the Arabic uh, language, uh, sometimes grammar, sometimes uh, issues related to the Arabic-speaking world, but also sometimes people who love Arabic music so much that they actually have adopted it as one of their talents. And ladies and gentlemen, if you don't believe me, then I have uh, such a guest in the studio right now, and I'm going to welcome her, Katie Kay. Ahalan wa sahalan. Assalamu alaikum. How are you, Katie? Mumtaz. <laughs> you, know, you walked into the studio, and before I could even say hello, I had you uh, sitting here and saying hello to uh, to our listeners. I apologize for the rushed, uh, but I was so excited to, to talk to you. I've been talking to you about this all week. I, I've been very excited, too. <laughs> and and certainly from hearing your voice, um, you know, I'm sure a lot of listeners are wondering uh, what it is uh, that that special talent that I was talking about is without embarrassing you, Katie. You, you sing and uh, well different languages including Arabic yeah I sing in um, French Spanish and Arabic wow wow and you are t- currently taking Arabic here at Stanford yes it's my second year <laughs> so I guess I'm gonna have to start with my regular question Katie which is uh, why Arabic why did you choose to you know uh, delve into the study of the Arabic language not the easiest language around Well, I looked at the globe, and I tried to find the region of the world I knew the least about, 
and that's with what the most common language was that was spoken there. And it was Arabic. And I took my first quarter and I was sold. I've never been happier learning a language and I've learned a lot of languages. So. Well, because you are in second year Arabic at this point. Yeah. And uh, Katie, did you know, um, you know about the uh, Arabic, classical Arabic versus colloquial Arabic? Yes. And, uh, and when we talk about that, um, we, you know, a lot of people assume that it's almost the same language. But how do you feel about it? You know, does one inform the other or is it like learning two different languages altogether? Um, in some ways, it's learning two different languages. Um, it's like learning multiple languages. It's really about learning the culture with a language. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like classical Arabic is so, is so much about like the history of where the Arab world comes from. Whereas each dialect kind of has each personal country's or region's experience. And that's really cool as well. And so do you feel comfortable singing in both classical Arabic and colloquial or is there a preference? Um, I mean, learning classical Arabic makes it a little bit easier to remember the pronunciation while singing. But um, if you listen to the, you know, the actual singers from Lebanon, from Egypt, then you can kind of pick up on their accents. Yeah, because, I mean, although there's certainly a lot of, re, uh, you know, modern singers are recording classical Arabic, a language that could be understood maybe in the 20-plus Arabic-speaking countries, um, they do tend to pr- privilege and prefer their own sort of, uh, you know, colloquial accent. And uh, the the one that I tend to feel most comfortable with is obviously Levantine Arabic. But you have been exposed to Different dialects as well, Katie, right? Not just Levantine Arabic, but also um, I hear a little bit of North African dialect. Tunisian, yeah. Tunisian. How um, did that happen? I was in Paris last quarter with the Stanford program, and uh, my tutor was uh, Tunisian, and he uh, obviously had a Tunisian accent and spoke Fosa as well, um, classical Arabic. And uh, so I kind of picked up on a little bit of, of that Um don't ask me to remember the difference right now, but... Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'd like you to, to analyze the difference between Levantine Arab, but you have five minutes, go. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so, Katie, no, seriously, the, the song that you, um, you well, you're going to interpret, let's say, today... Yeah, exactly. ...is actually in Levantine, Lebanese, uh, you know, um, accent and dialect. And that's not an easy thing because, you know, when, you, when I wrote down, or when people write down the lyrics to these songs, you know, we write them in classical Arabic, and then it's up to you to sort of butcher it and bring it down, bring it down to, like, a street level. That your coughs have to be like alifs, and you know you can't be too uh, verbose. Uh, it was it difficult for you to kind of uh, memorize or learn the lyrics in uh, uh, the Lebanese dialect? A little bit. I went over this with uh, another professor here at Stanford, trying to get the pronunciation. He's like, "Oh no, drop that letter. Make sure you you know make that one softer or change it in this way." And I was like. Okay, and I'll try to remember that. But it was fun. <laughs> but it isn't the first time you actually sing live in Arabic, and I don't want to embarrass you, but I've seen you before, and, <laughs> and I was really impressed when you did that. That was, uh, I think, last year, wasn't it, at the um, uh, AME party, or was it maybe two years ago at this point? It, it was last year. It was yeah. last year, yeah, and it was at the African Middle Eastern uh, annual party, and you were one of the few students who had the guts to get up there, and you actually took that mic and sang uh, that the same song by none other than Feirouz. So um, I'm hoping today we're going to be able to talk you into uh, doing a sample. And uh, and certainly I did attempt to bring you music because obviously we don't have an orchestra here. <laughs> but I do have this sort of, uh, you know, musical track that we could play in the background and have you, uh, well, uh, sing it as, but, you know, I 
want to stress to everybody that this young lady is amazing. She came in. There is no orchestra. She's going to be winging this on the air just for the love of the Arabic language. And I'm so grateful to you, Katie, for doing that. So what I think we should do is we'll take a little bit, a little break here and listen to the actual song by Fairuz so people know what we're talking about. We'll, and then we'll come back and hear Katie's uh, version uh, of the same Fairuz song. And its title, uh, Katie, is... Do you remember? Which translates as I loved you in the summer. And, uh, and of course, it's about, uh, well, how, how, do, how do you feel when you sing the song? I mean, are we supposed to feel happy or melancholic? or? It's a, a bit of nostalgia, a little bit. Of, it's a pretty sad song. Um, I remember singing it last year and everyone came up to me. That was great, but... Why'd you pick a sad song? It was a sad song because it talks about, you know, the seasons and loving this guy and, and, and this girl waiting for him in the rain. And uh, so maybe we could uh, we could uh, translate the main chorus. Do you feel comfortable doing that, Katie? Great, yeah. Okay. So how about if you, do you want to read the Arabic and I translate or vice versa? I'll read the Arabic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. Habaitak <laughs> besaif. I loved you in the summer. I loved you in the winter. And ladies and gentlemen, yes, that's the way you say winter. (laughs) (laughs) I waited for you in the summer. I waited for you in the winter. And so that's really the chorus that Katie is going to be sort of hitting uh, or or going for. And, of course, the song begins with um, this uh, staging where uh, there is a, a, a girl who's waiting for her beloved under the rain. And, uh, well, he never comes, which makes her cry out uh, this chorus. Are you going to be singing the, the song from the beginning, Katie, you think, or, or just the chorus today? How do you I, feel? I think I'll do the first uh, verse and then the chorus. And then the chorus. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to do that right after we hear the original song. We'll take a little break, give Katie a chance to, uh, well, catch her breath and relax and get into a Feiruzi zone. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll, uh, we'll uh, come back and talk to her a little bit more, have her do her little um, uh, live performance here at the Arabology show coming to you from KCSU Stanford 90.1 FM. I'm delighted to be with you and really, really honored to to uh, welcome Katie to my show today and uh, welcome everybody out there who tuned in this uh, Thursday afternoon at Stanford and beyond. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, here is the original by Feirouz called Habayt Akbasayf, translated as I Loved You in the Summer.
the Lebanese ultra divish diva that was Feirouz from Lebanon she's known by one name her real name is actually Nohat Haddad and she has been singing for decades uh, and uh, today as I said I have got with me in the studio uh, Catherine Cromack now I called her KDK before and uh, of course it's not KDK it's actually KDC if I'm going to go for that Katie I apologize for that no but problem. <laughs> uh, I've heard uh, somebody you're fond of the name Catalina. Yes. And that is a beautiful name. So maybe we'll call you that today here on the Arabology show. And uh, Katie or Catherine or Catalina or Catherine in, in Arabic. <laughs> uh, however, you know, uh, the the song you chose today is is actually by Feirouz, the same song we just heard, Habaytak Basaif. And um, uh, before we, uh, we we go uh, f- we go for it, let's say, um, di- how what made you choose uh, Feirouz, or you know, how did you stumble upon the music of Feirouz? Well, of course, it started in Arabic class, as so many great things um, do. And uh, in one of our lessons, we listened to um, this song, and it was the first song I've ever really sang in Arabic. Um, they asked our teacher asked the class to to sing along if we could, and I stumbled through you know the chorus, um, and just decided to learn it and. Uh, and the rest is history. The rest is history. The rest is history. Okay, so what we uh, what we need to do is kind of play the uh, the, the background uh, music, which is going to be by a guy. His uh, well, this musician, his name is Claude Chiari Chiari something like that. It's spelled C I A R. C I A R I, and uh, I guess from his his last name you could tell he's not Arabic, but he did this uh, album that's a tribute to Feirouz, and he took all of her uh, big hits, her uh, her uh, best selling songs, and he put them uh, in instrumental version. And uh, so this uh, this is taken from his album, which is a tribute to Feirouz. And uh, remember, this is the first, ladies and gentlemen, here that somebody's going to sing live on the show with music. And uh, so uh, Catalina is going to attempt the uh, song in Lebanese colloquial, and uh, we'll try to uh, sort of uh, uh, urge her on here at, at the studio. Uh, I'm sure all of you out there are going to be uh, uh, moved by her voice, but remember, this is a sad song, and so uh, if we end up a little bit melancholic, that's certainly the the, the point of the song. So uh, I'm going to uh, let the uh, vocals go. Oh, sorry, the 
uh, the background music go, and then uh, we'll kind of chime in with uh, Catalina, Katie here on the Arabology Show, 3.30 p.m. at KZSU Stanford, 94.1 FM. بأيام البرد وأيام الشتاء والرصيف بخير وشريعة كريك تجل هيك البنت من بيت ولاتيك ولا أنت أنت يعني وأنت راك طريق وجلتي Habaitak Besaif Habaitak Beshidi Natardak Besaif Natardak Beshidi Why you not Why you nishidi Marana Wow, how was that, ladies and gentlemen? Katie, you did so amazingly well. This was this was the first time you actually do this here in the studio. This was not like you came in and rehearsed. No. Nope. But, <laughs> but it certainly did sound like, like you had been rehearsing all week. This was really, really nice. You were able to go with the melody very nicely. And, uh, and you, of course, you sang the first part and the main chorus once. So the song kind of uh, takes off from there also to, to a, a longer song. But uh, how did it feel to sing live uh, on the radio here at KZSU Stanford and knowing you're singing in, in colloquial Lebanese dialect? It was it was really fun. I'm. It's the first time really that I've sung without Feirous there with me. Oh really? Um, oh, because you usually have like the song with her vocals yeah, in there. Yeah, and so you know, remembering how to to say something, and then I recognize a word in Fosa, and then it's just trying to change it a little bit. But and honestly, uh, Katie, uh, any Lebanese-born person will tell you, you know, anybody who grew up with Feirous like yours truly here will tell you that you know we kind of always feel a little bit uh, protective of Feirous. So. Uh, <laughs> But when I heard you sing that song, I certainly felt that you were honoring her. Your vocals are amazing. Katie, this, this vocal ability, this is something you've had all your life, uh, your love of singing, or is this something you kind of uh, discovered later in your college years? Or how, how did you uh, uh, nurture your talent? Well, I've always loved singing, um, but it wasn't really until I got to Stanford that I really got to, to try it out. Um, I'm in Mariachi Cardenal de Stanford. Um, it's the Mexican um, group. We, we play Mexican music uh, mostly from anywhere in the last hundred years. We have music wow. from wow. the greats. Um, 
of that region. Which is, and, of course, uh, in Spanish. In Spanish, yes, yeah. Yes, and and so that's kind of where you, you, you've got to practice and, and perfect your craft. Is it Does it make it easier to sing in Arabic when you know Spanish, or is it like a completely different uh, experience? They're pretty different. Um, when people ask from my mariachi group, like, why do you sing in Arabic? And I just say, it's you know, it's like singing Lola Beltran, who's kind of like the Feirus of of Mexico. Wow. Um, and so that, then they can understand like why I was drawn to Vedrus as a, wow. as a singer. Um, so. Well, it sounds great, Katie. Now, before I let you go, and just because of, of that, that amazing vocal ability you have, would you mind like doing it? What do they call it? A cappella? Like once would we do it without talking? Just do the chorus for us. Sure, no problem. Uh, which is going to be, uh, again, I can, uh, if you could read the Arabic, I'll, I'll translate again to our listeners into English. So we have Habaitak uh, Bilsaif. I loved you in the summer. Habaitak Bishiti. I loved you in the winter. Natartak Bisaif. I waited for you in the summer. Natartak Bishiti. And I waited for you in the winter. And then she goes along to say that your eyes are the summer, mine are the winter, or is it the other way around? Either way, they're different. <laughs> and our final meeting place, oh my love is beyond seasons, beyond the winter, and beyond the summer. So, Katie, before I let you go today, uh, would you mind giving us a last treat and, and just uh, letting us hear you a cappella with no music interference whatsoever? Just do the Habayt Akbas Life Chorus for us. Sure, um, okay. I'll try. Shukran, Katie, you're totally, totally amazing. Habayt Akbas Bishiti Natartak Bisaif Natartak Bishiti Wayonak Bisaif Wayonas Shiti Magana Wow, that was amazing. Okay, we've got people clapping all over KZSU here, including two guests that I saw come in and uh, who are going to be my uh, honorary guests today on the show. That's, uh, well, Elliot and Khaled are here. Who are they and why are they here? Well, they have a connection with MNs. And if you haven't heard of that, you'll be hearing about it today. We'll be hearing about that and much more today on the Arabology Show coming to you from KZSU Stanford, 90.1 FM.
بتتكلي سلمى صغير راح تبكي من اول وهله راح تشكي سلمى عيونك شوفوا الخير شوفوا امك بتصلي شوفي وتسمعي كل خير ما يهمك خالك That was a Jordanian band. They go by one name, Jadal, and the song also goes by one name, and it's called Salma. Salma is, of course, a very popular first name for a girl, not only in the Arab world, but I guess all over the world. And uh, the, like I said, the, the band comes from Jordan. And so here I'm trying to segue into my next guest, thinking what does Elliot Stoller and Jordan have in common? And uh, apparently Elliot uh, went to Jordan over the summer. Uh, so first of all, marhaba, Elliot. And welcome to Arabology. Marhaba. Thank you for having me. Well, I am delighted to have you here. And, uh, you know, before we go to the real reason you're here, which is to talk about amends, uh, uh, can I just uh, ask you quickly about uh, what you thought about your time in Jordan? Amman, Jordan, was it? I, the hummus here just doesn't compare anymore. Wow. Um, so <laughs> I had an amazing time. I was actually in Jordan in the fall for three and a half months um, in Amman. And I can truly say some of the best food I've ever had, some of the best hospitality I've ever had. It was it was an amazing experience. Wow. So how long were you there, Elliot? I was in Amman for three and a half months, and I spent about 10 days in Egypt as well. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, so focusing a little bit on Amman, because as you know, um, yours truly here sort of graduated <laughs> from high school from Amman, Jordan. Uh, what were your, uh, what, like, what was your first impression upon getting to the capital, Amman? Uh, this was your first visit, Elliot, if correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was, well, I, honestly, it was after a 15-hour flight. Um, <laughs> so, of course, that kind of influenced things. Um, no, but we I got in late at night, and, um, of course, there aren't that great of street signs or um, directions easily available. And all we had was kind of a dot on a map of where we were supposed to go to our apartment. <laughs> and it's like 10 p.m. at night, and I just had a 15-hour flight, and I'm trying to talk to the cabbie in Arabic about how to get there. And he has, like, no idea what I'm talking about. Well, that's probably because you were using classical yeah, Arabic, exactly, being all exactly, formal exactly. With, a ca- with a cab driver who's, you know, think speaking in colloquial everyday Ex- language. Exactly. So my fusa was, <laughs> was getting some looks. But the amazing part was we pull over the side of the road at some point, and some guy can just tell we're lost, and he just walks up to me, hey, can I help you out? Wow. Um, and without him, I'm not sure I would have gotten to my apartment in one piece. Yeah, you might not even be here today speaking at KZSU but <laughs> exactly exactly no, of course we're kidding here but but I think maybe what you're talking about and I don't want to put words in your mouth Elliot is, is that sort of spirit of hospitality exactly that uh, the Jordanian people are known for did you find that to be sort of a daily reality completely over there? completely I literally and I'm not exaggerating I had about 20 numbers in my phone in Jordan of people who I'd met for five minutes 
talking to them in Arabic, and then they would give me my, and their number and say, hey, if you ever need anything, just call me. And it was dead serious. It was, hey, you're my guest. I'm looking after you. Wow. Welcome to Jordan. Wow. Um, so that was always amazing. Great. And and so, Elliot, you know, the, I, we, we probably should tell everybody out there that how, um, well, our uh, two journeys sort of, uh, how, how our paths crossed here at Stanford. You were my student and, uh, and an excellent student, too, here at Stanford in the Arabic classes. And where you took, uh, uh, was it a year with me, Elliot? I took a year with you, and it's hands down the best language experience I've ever had. So well, thank you. Well, it's coming from one of the best students I've ever had. It's, it's certainly no small feat. But, Elliot, no. the, the, the language you did use in class was classical Arabic. And yeah. when you told me you were thinking about going to Jordan, I quickly said, uh-oh, I hope he does. <laughs> he's in for the song. But were you able to kind of make the connection between, you know, what they do to the classical Arabic word and how they bring it down to the everyday usage? Yeah, I mean, there's there's an there's a poetry to it um, yeah. that takes a, yeah. a little bit to understand, but it's a beautiful thing. Um, when I was in Jordan, I was studying uh, Fusa and Amiya at the same time, and honestly, it was kind of hard to keep the two separate in my mind. So at times, I'd just be speaking a, a mumble jumble mix of the two. <laughs> um, but no, I, I definitely started by the end of the time there I definitely be able be, began to understand it um, and just kind of really appreciate it and um, unfortunately I, <laughs> I don't I'm not speaking too much Amiya anymore but I, yeah. I wish I was <laughs> well you can always tune into Jadal the, the group we just heard and hear them sort of do a rock and roll Amiya Arabic you know I don't know what that's all about but Elliot really the, the reason you're here Elliot Stoller is that you are the co-founder and co-president of Amends and I don't know if anybody and I know people People at Stanford know all about this. I certainly tried to attend as many of the uh, uh, talks that were happening on campus. It was an absolutely amazing week. But for those listeners here in the Bay Area who might be listening to us here on KZSU, uh, Stanford 90.1 FM, and who haven't heard of AMENDS, what does AMENDS stand for? And what gave you the idea to start this amazing, amazing uh, move? Sure. AMENDS uh, is the American Middle Eastern Network for Dialogue at Stanford. Um, and what we do is bring together exceptional youth leaders from all across the Middle East, North Africa, and the United States to a summit at Stanford. And the goal is to create a network of some of the most promising change agents in the region and the United States, getting them working together to figure out how to do what they're doing better. And then we emulate TED Talks and share their ideas and experiences with the world. So a couple weeks ago, um, we had... Th- 36 youth leaders from 17 different countries come to Stanford, and they included, for example, the co-founder of Egypt's largest independent news site, something called Rasta News Network. It has 1.5 million likes on Facebook. This amazing young woman from Morocco, 22 years old, helped lead a protest 100,000 strong. Wow. Um, uh, truly uh, inspiring nonviolence uh, community organizer and activist from Palestine, together with youth leaders from across America. For example, a guy who started a program called Lend for Peace that does microfinance in the region. Wow. And we brought them together, and it was five days of collaboration, of networking, of discussions, and of course, what we called amends talks, which were just short 10 minute presentations on their ideas and experiences. So, how this whole thing started was uh, 14 months ago. I met a good friend named Khaled Al Shawi, uh, and Khaled Al Shawi, who I, I believe is in the studio. Of course, as we of speak. course. 
Um, Somewhere in the studio. Well, he'll be coming up next, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry. I mean, but, if you ever find him, I'm always, or you ever find me, he's always close by. If you yeah, ever find yeah, him, I, I'm I, close I, I kind of noticed that. Just, yeah, which, so. which explains the co founders, co presidents of a man. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but but what was it that was, it was just by, by coincidence? It was pure chance. Um, my roommate sophomore year was his roommate freshman year, and he had been trying to introduce us for a while and just. One day, we were all in the same coffee shop at the same time. And this was right after the Arab Spring had just begun. Um, the protests were at full swing wow. in Egypt. And we got to talking, and we realized, one, there's a... All these things, the the issues that the protesters face are, aren't located, aren't just limited to a certain region or country. They mm-hmm. truly transcend um, a country in our global nature and require kind of... Cl- global collaboration to solve adequately secondly we were kind of disappointed at the lack of uh, resources for engagement with in the middle east at stanford right so we thought hey let's create a program that brings together youth leaders from both regions get them working together and it it just kind of exploded from there wow because i was there elliot i mean i tried to attend uh, what yeah. was it uh, was it a three-day con- uh, it was a five-day or? conference four of the days were open to the public F- four days were and i tried to attend as many of those and i was not disappointed including you know coming in on a Saturday and hearing these magnetic amazing dynamic speakers from all over the spectrum I mean talking about talk about uh, cooperation and the spirit of uh, entrepreneurship and uh, spirit of uh, I don't know uh, cooperation there were people you know it was just so great to see you know Muslims and Christians and Jews and everybody getting together there and everybody speaking with such enthusiasm and energy mm-hmm. how did it feel to be sitting there in the audience uh, Elliot and seeing all all of this happened knowing that you know you were the reason it happened um, well one I wasn't the reason it happened it was well, the product of it a hum- uh, so much <laughs> hard work from an entire team of amazing uh, yeah, yeah, Stanford but students um, but second it, it really was a dream come true it yeah. was just but it was your vision wasn't it Elliot I mean I remember when uh, when amends was nothing but a dream and you came to me and said you know we were looking at you were looking at the acronyms you know what, what we're going to call this and the word amends kind of came to you yeah. uh, and then to see it become real and to yeah. sit there in the audience and see you know how the audience seemed so enthralled uh that must have made you feel very proud yeah i mean it was it was the culmination of a lot of hard work um it kind of it had been colonized vision um and a lot of people contributed to it and so many people bent over backwards to make it a reality but sitting there in the audience seeing all these youth leaders just gives such engaging um, presentations and the synergies in between the delegates and the group discussions we could have not have hoped for anything better so. right. and so uh, Elliot for you know before I let you go can you just give our listeners a little bit uh, more info on how to maybe get in touch with the men's and is this going to be uh, an annual thing or are you looking at uh, yeah uh, yeah um, so of course we're trying to do this uh, make this uh, as uh, established at Stanford as possible, have a summit here every year and potentially a summit as well in the region somewhere. That would be great. Um, and if you're interested, our videos are going to be going online hopefully in about two or three weeks. Um, and the, the short 10-minute videos, truly phenomenal. I, I Just visit our website, amends.stanford.edu, and engage with the youth leaders' ideas. Listen to ha- what they have to say and really hopefully try to 
understand where they're coming from and even if you disagree with them just it's really worth watching absolutely and so uh, the info on those videos uh, will be available through the uh, yeah. men's website all you the, mentioned yes all the websites are free online or uh, will be free online on our website at amends.sanford.edu absolutely Elliot Stoller I cannot be any proud of you any more proud of you if you were my own son <laughs> I am very 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 delighted to have had you in the studio but you know nobody out there will forgive me if I let you go with without having you say at least one sentence in Arabic to our listeners out there. Now, I know you haven't been taking Arabic disc border, so we know there's been a gap. But uh, what would you like to say to our listeners here on the Arabology show? Ramzi Salti Ahsan Usted Filam. Oh, my gosh. And, and, you know, your bribe is on the way <laughs> because what you ended up saying, and it really wasn't supposed to be about me, Alvin Stoller, <laughs> you ended up saying... Uh, Ramsey is the best uh, professor in the world. As I slipped and him a check true. for a million dollars here. No, for, but for, seriously, for he is PR. absolutely amazing. So, Elliot, this is sort of typical of the spirit of generosity and caring <laughs> that you have not only for your, uh, well, lecturers, your instructors, and your fellow students, but also for humanity at large. The work you're doing, Elliot Stoller, has been amazing. I congratulate you on amends. And I urge everybody out there to check out their website as well as stay tuned because after the next song, which is going to be called Islahat, which means reparations. It's sung by Miriam Saleh. We are going to have the other founder and uh, president of Amends, and that's none other than Khaled Shawi. He is here in the studio, and he'll, we'll be speaking to him in the second part of the Arabology show, coming to you from KZSU Stanford, 90.1 FM. Can you overreact to a suspected poisoning? Not really. If you suspect or know about a poisoning, it's important to act quickly. Call 911 or other emergency service if the person is unconscious, convulsing, not breathing, or has other serious effects. If you suspect poisoning but there are no obvious symptoms, don't wait. Call the nearest poison control center. Give the age and condition of the victim, plus what, when, and how much of the suspected poison the victim took. Don't attempt treatment unless directed by a healthcare professional. Keep a home emergency kit and keep medicines properly labeled and safely out of reach of children. This message has been brought to you by KZSU Stanford. Thank you. 
Miriam Saleh and a song called Islahat. Islahat in Arabic means uh, reparations or reforms uh, and that seems very appropriate in terms of what's going on all over the Arabic speaking world in terms of the Arab Spring but also in terms of this new generation of uh, well Arabs and Arab Americans and young people that come from the region who not unlike my guests right now in the studio Khalid Shawi are uh, just these amazing kind, generous wonderful 
intellectual uh, generation that seems very, very geared towards uh, bringing uh, a spirit of dialogue and a spirit of uh, a, a word I can never pronounce, Khalid, is entrepreneurship to the area. Khalid Shawi, you are my guest here on the Arabology Show, and I'm delighted to welcome you. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam. How are you doing, Khalid? Doing well. Thank you so much for having me here. Ahlan wa sahlan. Now, I hear this is your first uh, time on the radio. Yeah, I hope I'm doing everything right. <laughs> you are doing everything uh, like a pro, and uh, you were mentioning to me you were, you were getting over a little cold here, but I told you that sounds like good on the radio. <laughs> you know, we're, we're uh, on the uh, 90.1 uh, dial here at KCSU Stanford, 90.1 FM, and uh, and so uh, we're also streaming at KZSU Live, uh, Stanford.edu. So, however you're listening to Khalid Ashawi, my guest today, I hope you're enjoying uh, your time uh, at uh, here at the uh, Arabology Show. And uh, Khalid, as uh, I mentioned uh, in my uh, uh, first part of the show, is the co-founder and co-president of Amends. Khalid, how did you decide to, you know, launch this thing? Was it a vision you've always had, or was it something that came to you uh, when you met Elliot? Um, it was something that I was always thinking about. Um, I actually, the day I met Elliot, I just pitched it to him the same way he kind of wanted to do something. And um, the matching just between both of us was almost like a perfect one because wow. we we both wanted to do something. We wanted to, we were really curious about what was going on. Um, I jumped on Twitter that same month and <laughs> followed all these different bloggers around nice. the Middle East and um, really wanted to to take advantage of the fact that I'm at Stanford and, and there's something I can do here, really. And uh, did you know Elliot from before Stanford or did you guys uh, sort of uh, cross paths here? We this fir- The day Amens was born was the very first day really? I met Elliot. Yes. Wow, so it was like, nice to meet you. Let's, <laughs> nice to, uh, let's, change let's the do world something. Yep. together. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing because what it was the... When was that? Like last year? This Saturday? was February 2nd, 2011. So wow. <laughs> exactly wow. 14 months. So 14 15, months. 15, I guess. And I guess, you know, so less than a year, or a year later, there was Amends, the mm-hmm. Amends Summit at Stanford. Right. And I remember seeing you there standing, feeling sort of, you know, modest but proud at the same time of the uh, turnout mm-hmm. and the amazing speakers. Um, how involved were you, Khalid, in inviting these speakers? And uh, I'm certainly not going to ask you to say who was your favorite. But, um, you know, what, what, what did you have in mind when, um, uh, you know, sort of booking people for um, amends? Well, yeah, for me, just coming, uh, I'm an international student here at Stanford. I'm from Bahrain, and um, a lot of the people that I interacted with were really excited uh, to know more about my region, my country. And right. um, I felt at Stanford that we didn't have um, enough, I guess, cultural access um, or information about uh, that you would get, you know, from from New York Times or or, or things that are around college campuses, and uh, that's something I was really, I really wanted to bring here. I wanted people to really understand how um, Arabs, particularly the youth, live there. How yeah, yeah. B- where you know you hear all these countries um, and all these changes going on there, but. How are their lives really? And, right. and that's what I wanted to, to really bring over here. Right, because you came to the U.S. and to Stanford to pursue your undergraduate uh, right. years. You're a, a 
sophomore? I'm a junior now. You're yeah. a junior, <laughs> for third year already. And so you were uh, you were born and, and raised in Bahrain. Yep. Uh, what, what city? Um, well, I mean, it's it's a small <laughs> island. Um, <laughs> I was born in the capital, so Manama, but I live uh, 15 minutes away uh, in another town. Yeah, for so, so, so <laughs> listeners who don't know capitals out there, Manama is the capital of Bahrain. And Bahrain, what, uh, in Arabic, the two seas. The two seas, I, yeah. I've, uh, I, you know, I've never been, and I would I always wanted to go there, Khaled. Uh, but you were you went to school there and mm-hmm. then decided to apply to Stanford after mm-hmm. you finished high school in Bahrain, was it? Yeah, I've just not a lot of people from my grade uh, decided to go to the U.S. A lot of people tend to go to the U.K., um, but I felt the education that I get here is different. So. Right. so what did you decide to major in here at Stanford? Um Economics is, I, I declared economics, but I'm still deciding between political science, history, wow. um, doing a religious studies class this this quarter. So it's, it's really, you know, that's the advantage of, of being here as an undergraduate. You can take different classes. And, Absolutely. And I mean, I would encourage you to take one of my classes, but I think as a native <laughs> Arabic speaker, you would be dozing off by the first five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Going through the alphabet. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so Khalid, uh, what are your plans? I mean, I know it's, it's kind of a, a silly question to ask when you're still in your third year. But, um, I mean, do you envision yourself going into this kind of thing in the future, sort of uh, organizing summits, being actively involved in, uh, you know, uh, networking and and organizing events that sort of bring the world together that also, as you said, project uh, maybe a more positive light upon this new generation of Arab Americans, uh, uh, you know, through uh, technology and uh, and business and other things? Right. Absolutely. I mean, this is something that, um I, I you know I thought I was going to be one of those students who'd come here live here for 4 years get my degree go back home and work and I think life is more you know there's more to that than than just living and working I Absolutely. guess I mean it's it's yeah. just going through that week and seeing people um really being inspired by just speaking to different people and getting different or exchanging different ideas um really I guess opened my eyes um um and and made me understand that there's more more to things so I I would love to just uh, continue working on this. Uh, like Elliot said, um, we, we're planning on doing this next year as well and hopefully uh, a conference in the region. Yeah, um, so yeah. I won't be a student here anymore, but... But yeah. you'll, you'll always be here in, in spirit, Khaled, uh. because you, <laughs> I mean, you are sort of the, you are the founder and co-president of Amanza, and I do hope this uh, continues and sort of spreads all over uh, the world, frankly. Um, so, but back to my question, Khaled, about you know being uh, at the summit or at the conference this year, and you were you know uh, making sure everything went well, and you seemed you know uh, excited <laughs> and anxious, and you know in, in a good way. Um, but but what were your your thoughts at that time, and uh, how? Much much work did it take for you to network and find these dynamic speakers? Mm-hmm. First thought was always, "Where's the food? Where's the dinner? <laughs> Where's the falafels? <laughs> Is it halal?" That's <laughs> um, but um, it was yeah. it was just making sure that um, our first year went smoothly, and and I think you know it was it was a lot of conversations with different people, individuals, just seeing if they're really taking advantage of, of the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do think it was an opportunity for, for a lot of the people who took, took part in this conference. And, um, and just through all the dinners and, and different people that we uh, tried to bring to, to campus as well, um, 
to really meet each other and, and exchange business cards, emails, and, and hopefully Absolutely. work on work on things together afterwards. And so was there, you know, a specific speaker or somebody that, you know, you said, you know, it would be great to get this person and sort of uh, you were actively um, uh, involved in, uh, I don't want to say recruiting, but in inviting them to Stanford. How difficult was it to reach some of these people? You had such names as, you know, Fadi Quran and uh, was Wael Ghanim uh, also part of the uh, Ghanim was part of the speakers. I mean, it was an impressive list of, of this young generation, of uh, this new generation of uh, wonderful speakers and very motivational in mm-hmm. many ways. How difficult was it to uh, reach out to these people and uh, and get them to actually come to the summit? Right. Um, so, while Ghanim actually uh, didn't come attend as a speaker, but he did help us out. Okay, because um, I remember seeing outreach. his name with, uh, in, in relation to the to Amans. Yeah. But um, the way it just worked was um, just being as you know, first year we didn't really have something to to show to people. Obviously, now we have all the talks shot in videos. It'll be easier just to yeah. tell people, look, you know, look at these videos. These are great people doing great things. But um, it was us being aggressive with people, just going to them and you know acting like journalists and wow. uh, going like this is what we want to do and and you know hear us out and and um, we've gotten a lot of uh, interest and and a lot of support um, wow. from the faculty here at Stanford and and from people who visited and uh, from that we just you know leveraged I guess our network and and it just expanded wow. over the year Khaled it's so amazing to speak with you and time goes so fast when we start talking about this I had so many questions planned for you and I and I just I, I didn't know where to start you're such a, a, a delightful guest to have here on the Arabology show <laughs> I hope you come in uh, time and time again now one of the things you you did when you came into the studio and I showed you the playlist uh, for that I'm planning to play you said what no Khaliji music today <laughs> I, I do, gotta represent. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> and Khaliji music is absolutely amazing mm-hmm. these days. And certainly, I, sh- I will be featuring some of that on the Arabology show because, after all, it is sort of a pan Arabic show here. Uh, so, uh, short of that, is there a shout out you want to say to anybody in Bahrain or here? Or, you know, I'm going to leave you to. But we're going to l- leave you with sort of a neutral tone. It's a instrumental by Latrio Zubran called the Wad Shams. Mm-hmm. And uh, since it's sort of you know a, a pretty vision, you can uh, dedicate that to anybody you like and uh, whether they are in the Khalij, the Gulf or, or elsewhere. Yeah, no, I, I guess to dedicate this, I'd love to shout out, uh, shout, quick shout out to my mom, dad, always go top of the list. Absolutely. Um, and um, all my friends all around the world studying in like different places, but uh, my brothers as well. They've definitely been my motivation. They've they've gone to college in the U.S., so they've helped me through the years as wow, well. So. Wow. Khaled, this is amazing. And uh, before I let you go, I'm going to torture you the way I tortured <laughs> Elliot and I torture all my guests here who speak Arabic. Mm-hmm. How about the same shout-out to your amazing mom and dad, mm-hmm. but in Arabic, we can maybe hear a little bit of a Bahraini, yeah, Khaliji yeah. accent here. All right, this is going to be a first. <laughs> so, okay, there's not a lot of Khalijis at Stanford, so um, I'd <laughs> love to do this. Right, um, let's see. Let me end it in a, in a positive note. And um uh, this is a joke I say it's from a commercial okay. um, 
مثل سلطه واو اوكي اب تو ذا لاست ورد يو نو ات واز فيري تاتشينج بيكوز يو كول ذيم يو نو دي ار لايك يور اي سايد يو نو دي ار يور اي يو ميس ذيم فيري ماتش اي اي انديرستود اول ذات بت ذن يو اندد اب سينج ذات دي وير لايك ا سالاد ويل ويزاوت ذير لوف اتس لايك ايتينج ا سالاد اتس لايك ايتينج ا سالاد اند يو نو ذات اربس دونت جست لايك ايتينج سالادز اوكي اتس ا كومبليكيتد انسايد جوكس اند ويت فيرذر كومبليكيتد ذا فاكت ذات ماي لاست نيم سالتي Arabic salty sounds like salata. So then I was thinking you were, you know, talking about my family. Khalid, wow, what dimension it takes. You are a wonderful son. I'm sure your um, parents are very proud of you, and I hope they get to hear you here on KZSU Stanford, uh, 90.1 FM. Khalid, shukran, thank you. And uh, really, my uh, my hat's off to you for doing such a great job at the Amends uh, Summit Conference this year. I wish you the best in your undergraduate education. Don't be a stranger. Come in. anytime here to the Arabology show and I promise to play you some Khaliji music <laughs> next time. No, I would love to and thanks so much for having okay, me. Okay, Habibi. Hello, Sahla. Thank you for coming in yeah. and uh, have a wonderful day here at Stanford <laughs> on the Arabology show. I'm your DJ Ramsey. I'm with you every Thursday from 3 to 5 p.m. coming to you live right here. We are streaming live at kzsulive.stanford.edu KZSU
KZSU Stanford. It is for 18, 19 p.m. here at KZSU Stanford 94 FM. This is the Arabology Show. I am your DJ Ramsey, and I'm with you this Thursday and every Thursday between 3 and 5 p.m. We are streaming live at kzsulive.stanford.edu, and I would like to say a very, very special shukran and thank you to my uh, amazing guests uh, so far this uh, season. Uh, these uh, I've, ha- I've been blessed with uh, sort of a, a nice melange of guests, and certainly today's episode has been no exceptions. Elliot Stoller and Khalid Ashawi, two amazing young men and Stanford students who together, uh, well, and with the help of many, many, many other talented people here at Stanford, uh, put together and planned and executed this wonderful plan. And the uh, men's uh, conference or summit here at Stanford, which brought together a uh, nice variety of uh, young men and women who, uh, in a very motivational way, spoke about uh, issues related to the Middle East and uh, were from all over the spectrum. It was really a wonderful, wonderful week here at Stanford. And uh, thanks to both uh, Elliot and Khaled, Khaled Shawi and Elliot Stoller, for coming into the studio and speaking to us about about their experiences, not only at Stanford, but also in terms of uh, starting amends. My um, also very, very special uh, thanks goes out to uh, Katie Cormack, uh, Catalina, who sang uh, Feirouz live here on the show. And uh, I just want to make sure that uh, everybody out there is enjoying the music as well. The song you just heard right now was by Zubran Trio, and it was called Dawar Shems, translated, that means circle of the sun and uh, it comes from their album Asfar. Asfar translates as uh, travels. Um, this it is uh, f- coming up to uh, well 421, 22 here at uh, Stanford and I wanted to make sure that everybody out there knows to stay tuned after my show uh, to the fall of math with AJ, the Fall of Math comes to you every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. And uh, it is progressive, experimental, post-rock with some indie rock tucked in wherever it fits. Complexity, musicality, and good intentions. This is music for both sides of your brain. The Fall of Math follows my show right here on KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM uh, this Thursday and every Thursday from 5 p.m. until 7 p.m. Well, we've got still a lot more music and a lot more selection uh, for you on this virtual journey through the Arabic-speaking world. On this delightful Thursday afternoon, we are already May 3rd, ladies and gentlemen, and this is the fourth episode of Arabology, and uh, and I'm going to uh, continue uh, to take you on my uh, virtual magic carpet ride through the Arabic-speaking world with an unmistakable voice, ladies and gentlemen. Could this be Tanya Saleh? Well, 
obviously the answer to my question is no, this is not Tanya Saleh, but uh, why not uh, hear uh, Tanya Saleh? And uh, from her album Wehde, an album that I played, uh, well, quite a bit uh, here on uh, on uh, KZSU and on my previous shows here, here she is uh, uh, asking you this uh, very innocent uh, or, say, or, or, or saying this very innocent statement, saying anything could really happen. Can I tell you 
that was the Lebanese group Adonis and the song called Makan Mafrud that's taken from their new album Dawil Baladiye, which I'm going to loosely translate as street lights, but it really is like lights of the municipality or something like that. Well, if you can't afford lights at home, maybe you should be doing your loving under the lights of the your municipal lights of the street. Well, at least in Beirut, Lebanon, that is. Before that, the haunting vocals you heard were none other than those of Darin Hamze. Darin Hamze, this amazing female vocalist who also comes from Lebanon. She sang a song called Ya Zahratan Fi Khayali, taken from the Beirut Hotel soundtrack. That song, of course, uh, is a classic. It's a very old song that Darin Hamze has brought up to date and done so quite beautifully. We began the set with Tanya Saleh and from her album Wehde, we heard a song called Ayashi and uh, well, we heard version two of that song. Apparently, uh, there are two versions on Wehde, and uh, we played version two. Ayashi ma'uli sir, says Tanya Saleh, which means anything could happen. Remember that, ladies and gentlemen, as you, uh, well, go on this uh, virtual journey through the Arabic-speaking world here, this musical journey upon my magic carpet here on the Arabology Show. Well, if I'm done exoticizing the East, then I must be, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, getting towards the end of my show. It is the last half hour of my show right here on KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. I'm your DJ Ramsey and I'm with you this Thursday and every Thursday from uh, 3 to 5 p.m. Wood, metal, and paint sculpture from the Fisher Collection is an exhibit at Stanford's Cantor Arts Museum featuring contemporary artists uh, John Chamberlain, Sol Lewitt, Cleus Oldenburg, and others. On display now through October 13th, included are examples of the innovations that established these artists' reputation, such, such uh, Chamberlain's Bijou, a large work made of crushed automobiles and paint. Admission to the Cantor Arts Museum is always free. Visit museum.stanford.edu for more information. That's uh, museum.stanford.edu. 4.34 p.m. here on the Arabology Show coming to you from KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. That means maybe we should shake things up a little bit with, well, what we could call Arabic hip-hop or is it hip-hop at all? It's a group called Checkpoint 303, and uh, the song we're about to play is uh, called uh, Azaim. Azaim is uh, the leader, and, uh, well, what kind of mix are we going to play there except the Thaura mix? Thaura mix means the mix of the revolution.
جرار دعا سلامة سوا عالسحر ريحة تمزع من راسي كافسي عنفسي وإزها وجع منه ما تفزع اسمع في حد عم بدوح ارجع أنا عم بقول اسمع مر إذا فيك تلاقي الوقت مر أو على دوقة بعضو طعمو تحت درس بيولع هالسقع عم بتلسوع كأنا عم بتمسوع جدودنا جدودنا الريحة مع كل رفا مألوفة بعرفها شميتها بموقف فاصب ما تخلي معظم اوقات شغلي بيوم الوقفة بالعياد بسهرات المخملية بالتياب صالونات تجميل ملكات مشوهرة مصاري بموادك اللي بتمد بتمد لشعوب تنكب العتم بالمكان بيخليك ترتبك كأنك عم ترتكب شي جرم عقلك وقلبك غمات نعمن عمات ما شمات اشي يا في ناس ميتين هون وانا قررت اخبر كل العالم في ناس ميتين هون وانا قررت اخبر كل العالم صح مش خلط 
المشهد قدامي عادي من دون مشاهد افلام كواليس مصر حابل ما عاد لك يسرح ومشهد يطوش يلي خلق يعرف يربي الناس تتعود تودي مشهد مصور محول مرفى بجنه نهر عسل الدم ما ينفصل ريحه اشلاء بالادمين بنكهه شجر وانفجر دم على الحطام مليان دق يسمع الحاضرين خايبين في ناس ميتين هون الحط فصيل حياتهم الحق يزور مغمرتهم الارض تفرج دم حتى اختك وما تحس يرضوا فيك البشر كائن عادي من دون اي مرض او شي شغله زياده تكتشف انه المره دمر وما عمر الا بيت لكل واحد ما يكتشف انه كل واحد فينا مريض ناس ميتين هون وانا قررت اخبر كل العالم ناس ميتين هون وانا قررت اخبر كل العالم موعد الموت مجهول بالاكثريه ولكل انسان بيعرف الموعد تحيه الوقت بيقتل الاحتلال والبقيه الاحتلال والدعيات برامج الاطفال على سيره الحديث بتدور على حياه بكوكب جديد الموت على الاطلال الشركات 52 بكل فروعها بتهديك مع كل قطعه مرصعه بالجمال كفن هزت الراس التسبيق الخوف كفن احترام الأبطاي بلحظة التعريف مؤتمر علي السقوف كفن الأحلام بدون أساس التحية العسكرية للعريف المدرات الواسعة آخرها ما بتشوف كفن سياسة التطنيش بالأنفاس موت الضمائر النفوس أبيض تياب بالحشية موعد الموت مجهول بالأكثرية لكل إنسان بيعرف الموعد تحية من الكتب بخمسة بعد أول نظرة تحية تحية عيون الحمراء أسادم بسواد البترول لكن موتة عيشك عن وجه عفوا خي من أجل الدود أصبحت إيديه ندودة ممدودة وقل بالله حتى الوصل بشان لكي موصولة إمكانية تتعاد وفق النظر مش معقولة بعد أول نقطة مطر أسيد من السمن همر جسس عبتن جمع عبتن شطر ماذا فكر كل مع كل جسد جس عبتن حفر اسم واحد على كل لسان عبتن كفر صرخة من كل عقل عبتن صرخ عبتن ذكر نسرع كل عمود واقف حرس نطري الموت ونهاية كسوف في الأمر نطرين مخالب الغربان بالأكتاف تنكرس نطرين الطرفين لأبعد من الغيوم السودة بركة ببطلو نطرين بركة 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 فما وقت وقت سوجا فما سليف تو دسليف أنضى سمتل أنضى كريف بيبول داين ويد السانشا ويد السكاك واز أفي تام أفي Uh, this is the Arabology Show. I am your DJ Ramsey coming to you from KZSU uh, Stanford 90.1 FM. It is, uh, well, uh, 4.42 p.m. Uh, here in uh, Northern California. And uh, we just heard uh, a song uh, by uh, Mur, and it was uh, called uh, Katibe 5, Katibe Khamse, that's taken from the uh, Golden Beirut New Sounds from Lebanon album. Before that we heard uh, a song by Checkpoint 303. It was called Azaim and uh, we heard the Thoda mix. Uh, just to recap a little bit, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this show uh, sort of uh, attempts to take you all over the place, uh, meaning all over the Arabic speaking world. So the kind of hip-hop uh, songs you just heard are sort of, uh, well, emblematic of what's been going on in uh, the region. Uh, they are songs about revolutions and uh, reawakenings and uh, certainly uh, the last two that you heard come from Lebanon, but they are but, uh, they are not in no way uh, sort of uh, exclusive of the kind of hip hop Arabic music coming up. 
uh, coming out of the region. Uh, it is uh, coming up to a quarter to four, which means that it is almost time for me to do the ticket giveaway to this week's concert. And that's, of course, by uh, the group Aswat, the uh, vocal ensemble Aswat, who will be performing on June 3rd uh, here in uh, Northern California at the College of San Mateo. That will be on June 3rd, 2012, uh, and uh, it will be around 3 to 5 p.m. So if you're interested in hearing some live Arabic music, then uh, please call the number I'm about to give you uh, during the next song uh, track, and I'll be happy to give two tickets to the Aswat concert at the College of San Mateo to the, uh, well, lucky caller. Uh, to tell you a little bit about the concert, uh, they will be celebrating the Egyptian composer, composer Muhammad Abdel Wahab, Muhammad Abdel Wahab, who is, of course, a very classical singer and songwriter, very talented, and, um, and whose music lives on today. And uh, so this Aswad concert is going to celebrate the Egyptian composer Muhammad Abdel Wahab on June 3rd, 2012, College of San Mateo. So what better way to, uh, uh, well, salute him and Aswad than to play a track by Aswad. And if you are interested in winning the tickets to Aswad, to the Aswad concert, then please call the following number, 650-723-9010. That's 650-723-9010. If you call during the next song, I'll be happy to give you two tickets to the Aswat concert on June 3rd, 2012 at the College of San Mateo. Let's listen to Aswat. And this is kind of an interesting track because it was recorded right here at KZSU. Yes, Aswat was here. And the song I chose for you today is called Sa'aluni Ines. We're going to go right into the next piece, which is Sa'aluni Nas. People have asked me. It's a song originally sung by the great Lebanese diva Fairuz, and it will begin with an improvisation on the kanun by Gilnar Mufarraj.
the vocal ensemble Aswat and that was from a performance that they recorded right here at KZSU uh, it was a live performance that was recorded uh, um, a while back here at uh, KZSU from the uh, well uh, live session we heard a song that's uh, called Sa'aluni Nas people have asked me now if the tune kind of sounded familiar that was probably because uh, the song was made popular by Fairuz uh, in the 70s uh, this uh, live recording at KZSU by Aswat, uh, uh, which, uh, you know, uh, uh, sort of uh, triggered the uh, phones here. Uh, and congratulations to Farah. Farah won uh, two tickets to the uh, Aswat concert, uh, which is going to be on June 3rd at the College of San Mateo. Farah in Arabic means joy, and certainly I could hear the Farah in her voice when she called. My apologies to those people who called and weren't able to get tickets this week certainly try us next week here on the Arabology show and uh, we'll be giving away more tickets next week inshallah in Arabic that means God willing um, and so just to tell you a couple more things about the Aswat um, song that you heard it was a live recording right here at KZSU on April 5th 2010 and certainly we have Abu Ramses to thank for that Abu Ramses uh, was the uh, well the voice you heard introducing the Aswat piece and uh, Abu Ramses of course who has his own show right here on KZSU uh, and who plays uh, some of the most amazing music uh, coming from the uh, Arabic speaking world from North Africa and beyond uh, and uh, of course his show is uh, called the Mediterraneans and so if you like this kind of music tune into Abu Ramses' show Mediterraneans music of the Middle East North Africa and beyond which features music of all genres and time periods from Turkey, the Arab world, Iran, Israel, and uh, their European and New World diasporas. Uh, Abu Ramses and Mediterranean comes to you on Tuesdays uh, from 4 p.m. until 6 p.m. And so hopefully you'll be tuning in uh, to that as well. Uh, I also wanted to remind everybody to stay tuned for After My
my show for, of course, The Fall of Math with AJ. That show follows mine this Thursday and every Thursday from 5 p.m. until 7 p.m. Progressive, experimental, post-rock with some indie rock tucked in wherever it fits, whenever it fits. Complexity, musicality, and good intentions. This is music for both sides of your brain, ladies and gentlemen. AJ and The Fall of Math will be coming up in about six minutes, uh, which means that it's time for me to say uh, au revoir, goodbye, and ma salama to everybody who listened in this week and every week here on the Arabology Show. Uh, for more information on some of these artists, feel free to check out the uh, well the Facebook page at www.facebook. Uh, com slash Arabology. My name is DJ Ramsey, and I'll be with you next week from 3 to 5 p.m. for more music from the Arabic-speaking world. I hope you will uh, tune in uh, for that and, uh, and more, as well as my very, very special thanks this week to my very special guests, Khaled Shawi, Elliot Stoller, and Katie Cormack for doing such an amazing job here at the Arabology Show and, uh, well, bringing us together through their talents, whether they be music or social networking or just making the world a better place for everybody. So I'm going to say goodbye with a sort of an old tune today by a guy named uh, Abdul Hadi Halo. And uh, the track is called uh, Win uh, Saadi. A sort of a lengthy track, so it'll be, uh, it was, should hopefully take us smoothly into the fall of math uh, with AJ. Thanks again for listening to the to Arabology here, right here on KZSU Stanford, 90.1 FM. Stay tuned for AJ and the fall of math in about four minutes and uh, ma salama <laughs> سعدي راقد نايم خلاني متلوف وهايم عذرني يا عبد اللايم في غرام السلطان مرضي ما يبراش على الدايم صار من دوني يرقى مرضي ما يبراش على الدايم صار دوني يرقى نطلب ربي حن عليا ويستجب في الحين يا الحبابي يا الحبابي خلاني متلوف ومسبي خلاني متلوف ومسبي يا يعل ربي رحيم الرحمن وانا بيه موت يقن قلبي وصاحب الفرقان 
ولا يبيم تيكن غبي وبصاحب الفرقه وتمر القاحي زاهي في لبان بعد الشوق شفيت بالماحي في غرام السلطان بعد الشوق شفيت بالماحي في غرام السلطان لبسنا التلوين لبسنا التلوين نسري ونوار العشيه ضحك الياسمين الالا والزر نجيه وين سعدي وين سعدي وين يطلب ربي حرقنا عليا ويستجب في العين سبحانه عالم الخفية وين سعدي سبحانه عالم الخفية وين سعدي مليح مقدب يملا في الميزان والحسود مروق معذب من عندي الشيطان والحسود مروق معذب من عندي الشيطان يطلب ربي يحن عليا ويستجب بالحين سبحانه علم الخفية ويسعدي سبحانه علم الخفية ويسعدي ونفقول الله يا الله على الرب 